0: What's going on, world? Thank you for watching another episode of Insightful Principles. Within this content today, I want to really give you all just an economic update, uh, giving you an outlook of where the economy is going. Uh, as most of you already know, you know we're in the second quarter of the year, and we're fastly approaching the end of the second quarter of the year. And there is a lot of talk, you know, around just inflation, uh, whether we talk about interest rate hikes. Uh, when we look at just the growth of the economy or uh, contracting aspect of the economy, there's many different variables happening right now. I mean, we're seeing record high gas prices. We're seeing, uh, you know, food costs going up. We're seeing uh, cost of rent in many areas starting to go up and I really do wanted to take this time throughout this video to really highlight some indicators that you should be paying attention to when it comes to just the economic environment and making sure that you have the foresight to know what's going on in our economy because I've said it before on the show but you know whenever we have changes or things going on in the economy whether we're seeing the economy expanding or even a downturn in the market. You want to be able to properly plan and keep your finger on the pulse. You know, keep your uh, mind focused on things that's going on, so you can be able to be alert and you can also be a sound investor when it comes to being able to prepare yourself with your portfolios when it comes to these different changes within uh, our economic environment. So throughout this video, I'm really going to break down some of the GDP numbers. Uh, the gross domestic product and really going over uh the decline that we have seen in the first quarter of this year uh, i am also going to go over the cpi uh, we have actually the new cpi results getting ready to come up this week so i'll kind of talk about what i anticipate from that aspect i'm going to talk a lot about the different hiring freezes that we're seeing with a lot of major tech companies and just some other uh macro indicators that you can look at when you can be able to get a better understanding of how our economy works so if you all can do me a huge favor please like subscribe and share this video don't forget to hit that notification bell so you can be notified every single week when I drop content so first thing I want to talk about is the gross domestic product numbers that we've seen for the first quarter of this year now I have done a previous video where I talked about you know Are we moving towards a recession and you know what really classifies a recession well the definition of a recession is two consecutive quarters of economic decline with the real GDP and this is really an indicator that measures economic activity and economic growth so I'm going to share with you all where the GDP number was at for the first quarter of this year and it actually was down for the first quarter of this year as you can see here for uh quarter one uh of 2022 uh the gdp decreased at an annual rate of 1.5 percent and this followed the previous increase of 6.9 percent uh that came in the fourth quarter of 2021 so we did see a a decrease with the numbers so you know a lot of people are anticipating what's going to come next in the second quarter because Technically, if we have another quarter of a decrease with our real GDP, that is signifying that, you know, there is, you know, some type of recession or we may possibly be in a recession. Now, a lot of, you know, economists have have also came out and said you know this isn't the only uh predictor that a person can look at uh there's a lot of different variables that can go into understanding if we're in a recession if we're moving to a recession but i definitely think keeping your eyes on this uh gdp numbers as we go into the second quarter is going to be vitally important uh the next release is actually june 29th of 2022 so the end of this month uh we're going to be seeing those uh gdp numbers for the second quarter so i'm Very interested in seeing how those numbers are going to come out and seeing where we're at when we think about uh, whether we're in a growth period or if we're moving into more of a downward period with our economy. Now, another aspect of uh, indicator that you should be paying attention to is the unemployment rate. Um, The unemployment rate, when you start to see that rise, that can lead to economic downturn and it can signal stress with the health of the economy. And for fairly for the most of this year, uh, the unemployment rate has been fairly low. Um, And I'm actually going to share with you here uh, a graph of where the unemployment actually looks at right now. But we haven't been seeing uh, too much changes here with the unemployment rate. So as you can see here, um, most of these darker gray areas signify periods where there were recessions. So as you can see, Um, you know, back in 2008, you know, 2009, you know, we had some pretty fairly high numbers of unemployment, which is very understandable when you think about, um, we were during the great recession, but as you can see here more recently, when we went through the pandemic with the health crisis that we had, the unemployment rate was at the highest level that we had seen literally in the last, you know, if you look over a span of 60, 70 years, uh, you know, it was at 14 percent now. Since that point, unemployment has creeped down significantly lower. Uh, when I looked at the numbers uh, for May of 2022, um, it actually showed that unemployment is at 3.60 percent. So we're at a fairly uh, low number as of now, but one thing that I'm paying attention to is we had a lot of major tech companies that have come out more recently and announced hiring freezes so we had companies like netflix come out and say that they're laying off 150 employees due to the loss of their subscriptions that they have seen with their uh just their business model uh snapchat they also had to go on a hiring freeze because they missed their quarterly revenue goals for the first quarter of 2022 Uh, We also had Tesla, where Elon Musk has recently came out and said that he's very worried on uh, where the economy is going. And he actually sent out uh, a memo uh, to his staff, just stating that he's going to have to cut 10% uh, of the workforce, you know, with his employees. And then you had companies also like uh, Robinhood, Carvana, Coinbase, they all came out and said that they are putting a hold on any hiring due to macroeconomic factors so what does this tell tell you? Well one thing that I'm thinking about is you know with our unemployment rate being at 3.60% as we progress along throughout the year and we see more and more companies actually coming out saying that they're going to have to do a hiring freeze uh, they're going to have to um, lay off you know some of their employees or uh, just try to reduce their staff um, that is going to have a result of increasing the unemployment rate up. So I think right now it's fairly low, but this is a signal showing that it potentially can go much higher. So I think that that's one thing that we have to pay a lot of attention to. Uh, another aspect of what, what's on everyone's mind is inflation, uh, CPI. Uh, we're seeing increases of costs across the board, whether we're looking at gas prices, we're looking at food at the grocery store, we're looking at our utility bills, we're looking at the cost of living, everything has been going up. And the CPI report, the new, the next report is gonna be coming out this week on Friday, June 10th, 2022. And a lot of people are interested to see, okay, is the Fed, are they doing their job? Are they going to actually have an effect on bringing inflation down? We've seen, Two recent rate hikes of, um, I believe the first one was uh, 25 basis points, and then they rose it up to 50 basis points. Uh, so everyone is wondering, you know, is the Fed, are they actually going to see some results from the actions they have took with tightening the economy? So I think with CPI, I'm very interested to see, you know, what happens with that. And I want to show you all a graph of just what we have seen with the progression of cpi uh when we look here you know in the past and if we look here with inflation uh you know back in july of 2021 we were sitting at 5.4 percent really october of last year is when we really started to creep up as you can see here from that standpoint from october 2021 to uh march of 2022 Uh, It moved from 6.2% to 8.5%. So, you know, we did see it creep down in April to 8.3%. And, you know, I think with the rate hikes, it is going to cause inflation to go down a little bit. But I still think we're going to be in a period of more of stagflation where it's kind of mostly going to hover around 8%. Uh, I think you know it may go down a little lower than that, but I, I think that with this next report, you know I'm thinking that we may see a number that's slightly lower than the 8.3. It may come back at 8.1, maybe 8%. but I think we're in a period of more of stagflation where you know inflation is just not going to drop down significantly. Uh, we still are going to see much higher numbers, our costs of just living in society. Um, so I think that it's going to pretty much, you know, stay where it's at. But the one thing that I have caution around is it feels like it's much higher than what it shows now. And, you know, I think that the challenging part is, you know, when you think about gas prices, I just want to show you what the national average is for gas prices. Because when I see this, I mean, it was really uh, just mind blowing. Of, of seeing where we're at now, um, with just the frequent inc- increase of, of gas. Um, the current average right now for regular gas is $4.91 uh, for premium. you are looking at $5.55, and, and as you can see with diesel, is much higher of $5.68. More of a, of a year ago, we were sitting at $3, $3 for the regular price of gas. So this really signals to me that inflation is much higher than what they're telling us. So even though I think we're in a period of stagflation, our CPI is heavily manipulated because they kind of pick and choose what they want to be in the CPI. So we don't always see the real number. But as we actually see with just different things that we have to pay for, just necessities in our economy we're paying a lot more now than we were a year ago, a week ago, a month ago. So that really shows me that, you know, inflation is much higher than what they're showing us. So, you know, I don't really buy that it's at eight three, eight point three 8.3% like what they're telling us. So I think that's one thing you got to keep in mind is that, you know, you have to look at other indicators. You have to look at things of what's actually happening in the economy. And, you know, I, I think one thing to also keep in mind is, okay, what's driving gas prices? You know, why is gas so much higher now than it was? Well, you know, the sanctions, of course, of what the U.S. placed on Russia, um, that played a, a, a prevalent role because we essentially banned any incoming imports from uh, Russia with their oil. And this has really limited the amount of supply that's available within the market. Now before the sanctions, the US relied 8% of their crude oil shipments from Russia. So this has led to just increased prices. We're seeing that there's not enough supply, so they have to actually increase their prices to be able to make up for that. And When I say imports, you know, imports is simply, you know, goods that are brought into a country. So I think that, you know, the challenges that we're seeing with, you know, the cost of energy, um, it has been this geopolitical risk that we have been seeing with Russia uh, and just how we've pretty much placed those sanctions on them. Now, you know, another thing that I do want to show you all is uh, the CPI report that came out for uh, April of 2022. Uh, of course the numbers that are going to be coming out friday um that's going to be the report for may but i want to show you and break down a couple of things from the last cpi report just to really highlight how just the cost of food has been going up uh just significantly so you know as you can see here uh this was the report uh for april of, of 2022 and one thing that really stood out to me is you know food away from home well, actually, food at home is way higher than food away from home. So food at home, we were looking at 10.8% increase over the last 12 months. Uh, food away from home, which actually was actually 7.2%. So I thought that that was just pretty shocking. And it really just shows me that, you know, inflation is much higher than what they're telling us. because The food at home index rose 10.8%, like I mentioned, over the last 12 months. And this was the largest 12-month increase since the period ending of November of 1980. Uh, The index for meats, poultry, fish, and eggs increased 14.3% over the last year. The largest 12-month increase since the period ending in May 1979. So that really just goes to show you that these prices that we're seeing at the grocery store Um, It's serious and there is significant increases and you know it's costing more just with your grocery shopping list than it is you know simply going to eat out somewhere and I think that that's pretty shocking to me and you know I think one way that you can kind of improve your situation if you are seeing your um, grocery bill going much higher is looking at ways if, as if you can shop at cheaper places you know I mentioned it before you know really try to find those more affordable places that can reduce your bill by 20 bucks 50 bucks and try to do as best as you can uh, to not overspend in certain areas and and try to control your budgeting and making sure that you're uh, monitoring your budget Now, you know, if you look at these alternative charts, which I'm going to show you, it actually shows where the actual price of inflation should be at if it was calculated based on uh, 1980 metrics. And I've showed you all this chart before, but I think that this is an indicator that you all want to pay attention to because. If you look at, and this is shadowstats.com, the individual that has created these alternative charts is uh, John Williams. He's an economist himself. So as you can see here with the bottom red line, uh, like I showed you all, we're sitting somewhere around 8.3% as far as what they tell us. But if you look at based on the 1980 metrics, which is based on the black line above, we're sitting somewhere close to 15%, 14, 15%. So that just goes to show you that You know, the number that they're telling us, you have to do your due diligence, your research, and really understand that, you know, a lot of this stuff can be very manipulated and you have to make sure that you're doing as best as you can uh, to actually do the research and have a better understanding of how uh, the economy works. Now, a better indicator that I would say that you can pay attention to along with the CPI is the PPI, is the Producer Price Index. And what this index measures is the changes in selling prices received by domestic producers for their output. So this can be used as a gauge to determine what pricing power producers have. And it really can be worked in conjunction with the CPI to help you understand how prices are changing in the US economy. And usually when you see the PPI starting to go up, That's going to have a direct correlation on the CPI because think of the PPI as the production of goods and services and the CPI is more of the consumption when people are actually going out and they're buying items and they're actually seeing the after effect of the supply that is being uh, produced that the output that is going into the economy they're seeing the different increases with the changes in prices when they're going to buy a particular good or service so I want to show you the PPI numbers here and show you uh, kinda what we've been doing here more recently um, we're sitting at about 11.04 percent and if you look a little bit uh, further down here um, it shows kind of like what we've done so far this year. If you look at January of this year, 10.06%, and it kind of steadily increased all the way up to March, and we're now just seeing uh, a, a small decrease with the PPI, but I definitely think this is one uh, index to look at because it just allows you to be able to gauge uh, exactly how the prices are. Of things in the economy are changing and how the production of those items and goods and services uh, how that's having an impact on your consumption so I definitely think the producer price index is one indicator that I'm paying a, a lot of attention to and another indicator that I think you all should really focus on is uh, the purchasing managers index now what this index is and it is also known as the PMI Um, It's a measurement of the prevailing direction of economic trends in manufacturing. Now, why is this important? Well, it's important because you can look at the PMI and you can understand if the economy uh, is expanding or contracting. This is a measurement of manufacturing. So it's really looking at five key areas. It's looking at new orders. It's looking at inventory levels, production Supplier deliveries and employment, and it's taking all of these different elements and it's really showing people, you know, if we are expanding with our manufacturing or if we're contract- contracting. So, I'm going to show you here where the PMI is at, and I'm also going to explain uh, what numbers the PMI has to be at to understand if it's, you know, contracting or expanding. So, as you can see here, uh, Now, I did want to explain that a PMI above 50, um, it designates that there's an overall expansion of manufacturing within the economy, whereas if the PMI is below 50, it signifies a shrinking of manufacturing within the economy. So right now, we're sitting at uh, 56.10%. So it's showing right now, we still are in an expansionary period with the economy. So even though there has been a lot of talks with economic downturn with the market, uh, this is a, a leading economic indicator. So a lot of economists, investors, analysts, they will look at this to really know where we're at with the economy. And as you can see, even if you look uh, since the beginning of January, we've pretty much been, uh, you know, we, we haven't really, we decreased a little bit when you look at January, Uh, It was at 57.60. Then February moved to 58.60. It came down to 55.40 in April, but it's creeping up just a little bit. But for the most part, it's above 50. So technically, if we're looking at it the way it's designed, uh, we are in an expansion right now with manufacturing in the economy. So that could also be a good sign of knowing that, you know, times, you know, aren't as bad as it has been portrayed. Now, there are a lot of elements of things that you need to consider when we think about inflation. When we think about uh, the producer price index also increasing, when we look at uh, a high interest rate environment, potentially down the line and seeing that the the Fed is having a more uh, tightening approach with their quantitative policies. Um, I think when you look at the PMI, it shows kind of the opposite side of that, of that we our manufacturing process is actually showing an expansion. And a lot of times the PMI can also play a big role on the economic activity with the GDP. And it can, it really correlates with each other. And the great thing about the PMI, the reason why you should pay attention to it is because just evaluating the values and looking at the movements of the PMI it can really provide foresight into the developing trends in the overall economy. So just the last aspect that I want to talk about as far as, you know, things that you should be uh, thinking about with the economy and just indicators is just uh, paying attention to what the Fed is doing uh, with their interest rate hikes. Now, like I mentioned, um, they have been very uh, certain and they have came out and said with their intentions that They're going to continue to keep raising rates until they bring inflation down. So as we're sitting at 8.3%, we have the next Fed meeting actually coming up on uh, June 16th. I believe that's next Wednesday. Um, They mentioned that the next two Fed meetings, they're going to raise rates by at least 50 basis points. So I would say pay attention to the next Fed meeting that's coming up next week. Pay attention to the one on July 28th. Um, that's really going to set the tone to really see how that impacts inflation and also if uh, they, they pivot or if they make any changes. Now I know the next Fed meeting after that isn't until September. So a lot of people are wanting to anticipate You know, as it gets closer to the end of the year, is the Fed going to pivot? Are they going to reduce uh, the rate hikes or are they going to continue to keep increasing it You know, at the same level of what they're doing now? Um, and, you know, I think that, you know, I'm not really sure what they're going to do. You know, I think that they have made it certain that they're going to continue to keep raising rate hikes and that we definitely need to uh, continue to make sure that we're managing our risk properly within our portfolios, um, being diversified across the board and searching for value within your portfolio of finding companies that can produce great cash flows, that have great balance sheets, that are uh, great companies that have competitive advantages where no matter if we see rate hikes these companies still can perform they still are not in jeopardy of going out of business because when we have rate hikes when we have a quantitative tightening environment capital becomes uh, more tightened there isn't as much availability of credit in the market and it really just shows you know what businesses are sound businesses can they still produce income can they still be able to be sound companies that can uh, be able to produce in periods of the economy when it starts to slow down so that's what I'm looking for I'm I'm focusing on companies that really have value and also you know continuing to look at you know other asset classes that can give me uh, more hedges uh, of just diversifying my portfolio so you know one thing here in closing that I would say to just keep in mind is You know, you want to be very careful with your debt in these type of periods and the time that we're in now. You want to minimize your bad debt and you want to look at paying off any variable interest rate debts that you may have because with us being in an increased uh, rate hiking environment, that can have an impact if you are uh, having some variable uh, interest debt. Um, I think it's very important right now to become more valuable in the marketplace, uh, being able to have skill sets, have cash flow. Uh, that's in demand within the marketplace, and that can be utilized in any environment, whether we're in an expansionary environment or a contracting environment, and we're seeing a recession um and I also think you know if you're working and uh you're not making as much as you want to make, you know potentially negotiate higher pay you know with your employer and and see what opportunities are available to be able to elevate your income. Because with everything we're seeing with inflation, you know, I think that it does, uh, you know, make a great case for you wanting to look at ways of looking for, you know, promotions or negotiating a higher pay. And, you know, I just think all in all, you want to recession proof your finances. So you want to make sure in any economic condition you're prepared and don't overdo it with your spending. You know, be cognizant of how you're spending your money and just you know stay alert on what's going on in the world so that way you're not caught off guard when something unexpected you know could potentially happen so i thank you all for for watching this video you know i appreciate you all you know taking the time to really just see some more uh, some insight and, and understanding a little bit more of just an economic update of what's going on in our economy You know, as always, if you all can continue to like, subscribe and share this video, it's greatly appreciated. Continue to keep sharing with your family and friends. And don't forget to hit that notification bell at the bottom of this video so you can be notified every time I drop content. And thank you all for watching and listening and take care.